rising up back on the street. Did my time, took my chances. Get out of here. Yeah. Welcome to Dragon's Cast, a podcast brought to you by Dak Pack alums, where we discuss Voyager 2 entering the heliosphere as our resident expert over here on space and especially the moon, Nick. I'm sure you have a lot to say, but first, Drexel basketball. Uh, so we haven't recorded at least a longer episode in a decent, decent time. I think there's been about seven games the last time the record was after uh, and the game that we don't like to talk about, the Brynathen game. So leading up to the LaSalle game is when we published the last long-form episode of our podcast. Since then, we've been four and three. Uh, I think we've seen a lot of different looks of the Drexel basketball team. How do you guys feel so far, Bill? I've been pleasantly surprised by the team so far. I mean, we don't have Kirk Lee, um, and we've had a, a lot of guys step up who really weren't contributors or weren't even on the team last year. I mean, Trevor John, I think we've talked about it numerous times where uh, he's probably one of the most consistent three-point shooters any of us have seen in a Drexel uniform. Um, I mean, what do you think Trevor up. John's shooting for from three for the season? It's close to 50%. 82%. <laughs> 49%. Yeah. Wow, I thought it would be higher for some reason. Feels higher. Yeah, it definitely feels higher when you watch a play. I mean, 50% is pretty good. And he <laughs> didn't have his greatest shooting game last week, and it was just like 40% or something. So, I mean, he's been a big difference. Um, I mean, I could talk about a number of different players. Troy Harper, who I thought was really struggling in the beginning of the season for the last three games. I think has really turned it around a little bit and has come up with a lot of energy plays and been passing the ball better, making less mistakes, and he's become uh, a valuable player on the team. Troy Harper, uh, talking about your space analogy, uh, black hole. <laughs> God, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, he brought it up. Uh, he's the resident space expert. Nobody knows more about space. Expert, air quotes, <laughs> you know, air quotes. He's got Superman, a giant moon picture. Supermassive stars collapse into black holes, and I think – at times, Troy felt like when he got the ball, it was a bit of a black hole. I don't know if he felt that way. <laughs> we felt that way. <laughs> Driving it to the rim, uh, no matter what the defense was, no matter what the uh, time in the game was, no matter what the, the look or who was guarding him. And we saw a concerted effort of Troy to uh, look to pass the ball, uh, to not drive the ball at every every moment that he touches it, to shoot some threes and hit them. Uh, so I think over the past three to four games, I think we've been really encouraged uh, with the play of senior Troy Harper. What's his three-point percentage up to? Because at one point it was zero for a while, and then it was six, and I think he's got to be up to a somewhat respectable level at this point. 23%. Okay. Wow. It's getting better. For the season. For the season. season. So the last seven games, he's probably 30% range. Yeah, Yeah, he's shooting pretty well. If he could be in 30% range, that's all we really need out of him. I mean, that's enough to – you have to respect the jump shot and opens up his drive a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, he's 5 of 22, 23%. Free throws. We're shooting 79% as a team. Free throws have made – and I don't want to take uh, Marshall's thunder over here because he's Mr. Free Throw – it's true. Uh, just took it. Yeah. <laughs> take it. Take it. Run with it. <laughs> no, but free throws of this is crazy for me for a Drexel basketball team to be shooting close to 80% from the free throw line. And a lot of that has to do with some very specific players getting to the free throw line. I think uh, it's mostly been probably Troy. Most of our guys can hit, though. Like, yeah. You know, I'm Butler a, can hit. No, I mean, there's nobody yeah. that goes up there where I'm, like, scared yeah. what's going to come out of their hands. The, the bigs them. who I feel wouldn't necessarily be strong free throw shooters. Yeah aren't getting a lot of minutes where they shoot a lot of free throws. So the guys who are, like Bill just said, Alahan and 
uh, Butler are good free throw shooters, so it makes sense. I think Tim Perry's in, though I don't. Oh, here he is. Hey, how's it going? Going hey coach, how's it going? What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you doing? Coach? We're all doing, doing the same, I think, right? Yeah. Those of us that love the Dragons are feeling the same way. Yeah. I brought a uh, free sport as a prop. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, here we go. Talk oh. about people. <laughs> inside jokes I can draw numbers okay perfect perfect we're on the same thing how's the practice going um you know what it's like uh I'm at a recruit on campus uh 2020 kid on campus Saturday and it's like we had like 40 alums and a bunch of players back as you saw yep um a recruit on campus we had what else army navy people think they want to stop by because army's in town whatever and then we lose the game. It was like the chance to hit the sweet yeah. spot. We have a great student turnout. The backpack is getting back. I wouldn't say it's arrived, but it's making progress. What classes did you graduate? Oh, five, oh, five, five, eleven. Yes. I mean, yeah. I think for people that have been here with me personally, I'm like, wow, it's great. I'm like, you ever seen film? I think yeah. like, this is <laughs> this is progress. We're turning it definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely good. Yeah, we're making progress, right? Um, I'm reaching for inside joke one. No. Um, <laughs> but I told the kid, like, we lose a game. And I said, you know, the truth is when you go to buy a house, you want to see it on a rainy day because you want to know where it leaks, right? Where you, you know, hey, this place looks awesome. How come you always show me exactly at noon, but you never show me at 1230 because the subway runs above it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those <laughs> So I was just like, so we are. To answer your question, like, how's practice going? We didn't take the whole bottle of penicillin, but we tried. You know what I mean? So we've got some very, very clear and present areas to address. So. Yeah. I'm also, this, this episode may come across a little bit differently than last time because I'm not coming off a large, dirty chai. <laughs> <laughs> Problem. We could have gotten that for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Problem yeah. Saxby's. I was trying to match you. I got the monster energy because yeah. I want to make sure that my game is up to your level, but you know, maybe I'll have to bring it down. And I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate your, your compliment. I thought that was a really aggressive choice out of the, uh, out of the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Just firing up a blue monster energy drink. Yeah. Man, I uh, love it. Where do you, where do you guys, um, some of you I know, sit? Are you all right there in that row? Yeah. 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 All four of us. Yeah, we have a good time. We've been there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That used to be where the backpack used to be as well back in the day. So it's almost like we're back in our old seats. Yeah, we now handle the more uh, intimate trash talking of players. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I guess that's necessary. Yeah, referees, referees too. What did the refs say to us last game? To watch our mouth. Yeah, we weren't even cursing. Yeah. Um. Maybe we should give you guys scattering reports. Yeah. What do you think about a film session with the Dak back the night before the game? That'd be dope. Good what this guy can do. Can't do. Yeah. That'd be, That'd be awesome. Yeah. Did you see the Dak pack got on that one kid? They trolled him based on this uh, old Facebook post about him like crying about a cat or cat, something. He has a cat allergy. Or cat allergy. Yeah. They printed it out and held it up. Sherburn, sure right? Yeah. Sherburn sure kid. Yeah. That's what we used to do that back in the day a lot. Yeah. That's one of the Dak packs. I mean, best. I think we're all like really excited about the team overall. Yeah, like generally, now I watch film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I think there's definitely things. I mean, you, sure, you have a huge list of things that you're working on. You know, just from a casual fan observation, we see a couple things. We may be right, we may be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I think generally speaking, I think we're really happy. I mean, we speak with a lot of the Drexel alumni. Everyone's kind of excited about this group of guys. Uh, I think the team uh, chemistry seems a lot better this year uh, than it was last year. And, and for a little couple of years, really. You know, yeah. I could be talking. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but this is what we're kind of observing. You know, I think we're seeing a lot of guys step up that we had no idea could do some things that they're doing. So we're yeah. really excited yeah. about it. I've got, I've got a quick question about uh, Trevor John. Like, Who? Yeah. How, like, when I saw that we were picked him up, you look at Cal Poly, he's averaging, like, three points a game. How did you guys find him and identify that, like, this is a guy who can come in here and really contribute? Because just looking at that alone would make me think that maybe he wouldn't be able to contribute at this level. Yeah, and, and he's I, I think he's been able to contribute so far. Um, Tre- Trev is uh, the son of a coach. He's got some of that um, demeanor with him. Um, but, you know, we have some connections to Cal Poly and Coach Fortier who worked there. Okay. Um, so once it was known that he was leaving, then it was kind of like, oh, well, we know a little bit more. I think if you just take people sometimes and don't have, like, a true, true connection with them, you may not always know what you're getting mm-hmm. until it's too late. So um, I've turned into an investigative reporter in this process <laughs> to, to not repeat scenarios. So, mm-hmm. you know, I work pretty hard. And we were on to academic advisors, trained coaches, trainers. Hey, is this guy on time? Does this guy do these things? So we had a good idea the type of person we were getting. So that answers your question. I mean, we treat that fifth-year process like any other recruit. Okay. Maybe more dangerously. Honestly, because um, that guy's got to leave a legacy beyond his time, the right way. Mm-hmm. He's going to leave an image beyond mm-hmm. his time. Is it the right way? Then it's worth it. If it's not the right way, then, it, then it's not worth it. Yeah. And fifth-year guys sometimes can be more about themselves than their team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case with Trevor. He's competitive. So they got to fit. Yeah. I don't think we'll do a ton of them. Uh, I'd love to get... Guys in high school, and we kind of groom, and they come up through the ranks. They redshirt or don't redshirt, or whatever may happen. But you can't always control those scenarios. So yeah, we, now I'm like the super mellow guy. It's not <laughs> no, but like I'm not it, an identity no. crisis. But talking about Trevor, though, like I, I think we all noticed at least his demeanor on the court when even after every play ends, he seems to be talking a lot. He's kind of running. He looks like, yeah, he's mentoring. almost like a mentoring floor, a level like a floor general aspect. Yeah, I think we'd like to replicate yeah. there for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm glad you're excited. I'm glad you're happy like yeah. the direction we're going. Uh, but when you stand and look at where we are, you know, it, we're greedy people yeah. by yeah. nature as coaches. <laughs> I mean, we're you, greedy as coaches for wins and losses. We're cheap with our money. That's what <laughs> Right, but I mean, we're just we're we're, we're a work in progress. Um, we're not a finished product. I want to be a finished product quickly, but I don't know that we will be. And uh, we've got to address some things that affect winning. Right, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, we like, we like the NJIT game. We had that game, and I, to me, it looked like Kirk not being available really. Um, and we, we we got to the last three minutes, and we're looking for someone to kind of step up. Yeah, and and, and that was an understandable loss to me because 
Not that again, you want to be greedy, you want to win every game, but you got a lot of guys out there without you know, much of them are new. Who's gonna yeah. Who's gonna take the ball and and demand it to go in there? And that's what we need, Kirk. Uh, so you know, we lost, we dropped that one. Uh, you know, we didn't falter when they were hot in the first half. They were gonna get cold. They got cold. We came back. We just yeah, and okay. the guys had a good adjustment. Um, you know, they we were able to tweak a few things. But uh, you hate losing to initials. <laughs> NJ, <laughs> Bowling Green, UMBC. Like I don't care how good they are. They're like, oh, yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, maybe my personality. Yeah. yeah. Kirk not being there. How how close are we to getting him back? I don't know. I mean, this might be some HIPAA laws. I don't want to break some things. <laughs> break some laws. Yeah, certainly, I think he's he's valued. Um, but you know, player safety is the most important thing, and and player safety um, can can involve a lot of areas. You know, and we got to respect all of them, and we got to be very careful. And I want him to be at his best, and. Uh, We've had to survive. I don't know what the – it's like six or seven guys out of our 10 or 11-man rotation or nine-man rotation are new. It's a high percentage. Yeah, it's crazy. As a Drexel fan, I'll be honest, it's not something that we're used to. Well, I, but, I don't want us to get used to it <laughs> yeah. you know, because I want – you know, if we have two graduating seniors yep. and everybody back, that's probably a good thing as we build towards the future. Yeah. You know, which yeah. will allow you to maybe, you know, be creative. Um you know, in your, in your upcoming recruiting market, but I we gotta we gotta get this group to defend better and understand how exactly that's connected to winning games. And I don't want to be like talk like dummies. We like no kidding, coach. You gotta defend, but there's ways you gotta defend. Mm-hmm. Can't let guys shoot threes in the corners, right? Mm-hmm. Big shots. Um, so there's there's. Uh, we got to limit, you know, rebounding. I think our rebounding numbers are better. Mm-hmm. We're at yeah. 6.4. We were at 6.9. Historically, I don't know where that matches up, but I would say that's a pretty good number. I know when we were at Army, our team was at five and change, and it took us all the way back to the night era. Mm-hmm. So I think plus six should be your job with it. I thought we were going to be in a little bit of trouble after that Rutgers game. I know they were huge, but yeah. we got, got rebounded a ton. And the next game, I think we turned around and out-rebounded everybody since, I think. Yeah, so. Rutgers, I, for whatever reason, I just, you know, and maybe it's we've played them early in the year, but, you know, we almost got them on right before Christmas break when I was at Army. But Coach Pike, they play very, very hard, and they're very, very big. Now, mm-hmm. when they're playing other very, very big people, they're not as successful, which we'll, you'll see in league play, but yeah. they're getting better. Yeah. Like they're they're maybe similar, and they're they're, they're on their climb, mm-hmm. and they're doing it. So, uh, but yeah, the size, um, you know, I think Austin Williams was was terrific, was really really effective, his size and below. Mm-hmm. When, when Stretch went up against guys that were bigger than him, now sometimes that was a challenge. Now I would argue, and he's wherever he is, Norway. He maybe he's more comfortable because playing guys. That's his own, you know, as he's evolved. Early on in his career, bigger guys gave him more trouble. As he's gotten older, he was able to be more effective. Was that because he's playing bigger guys? Or, you know, we got in our league and he was one of the bigger guys, at least from a mic standpoint. Mm-hmm. So we may have some of that, you know. But the truth is, James Butler's probably going to be looking up at every jump ball mm-hmm. to start a game. 
the guy he's going up against if he's playing the five, you know, which is probably going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Tim Perry is, I think he's getting better with every dribble basketball. Yeah. yeah. I can really agree with that. Yeah, yeah definitely. That it's, it's, it's really fun to see him. Um, we just, we're coming off, just so people know, we're coming off a, a grueling practice that we didn't stick to the practice plan and we kind of went off script a little bit. I think we saw some wind sprints on our way in here. Yeah, no one volunteered to hop in either. <laughs> so, we got we got a couple standards that we talk about defensively and offensively and rebounding and taking care of the ball. If we don't meet them, it's just simple accountability. And, and it's been good because I think it's kept us – you can really be careful to decondition as the season goes along because I don't want to go too long or whatever. And then you, you're not clicking like you used to. Right. So it's kind of trying to find that sweet spot of going long enough to get work in, get conditioned, maintain your condition. And they went from there to the weight room right now. So mm. we're in that we're in that balance right now. We're in finals week. Yep. And uh, got to get some work done and, and get after it. And that's what we're trying to do. How much does the – Just curious, when you guys were here, like what was your finals week like? Um, finals week? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's sleeping and all nighters. Yeah, all nighters. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of all nighters. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, wasn't easy. I remember I failed calculus because I slept through a final. That probably was not fun. the right way to do it. No, no. I yeah. think usually what happens is you wait till the last minute to study. That's and you're pretty much talking about my school. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, could do your work over the course of the semester. Yes, you know, the final yes. Was only like yeah, but that, great. yeah, but we yeah. were running the DAC pack. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the backpack numbers back then. Yeah. <laughs> major, major. We scheduled major around basketball games. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Yeah. We got to get back to doing that. I'm like, yeah. Regarding defensive, uh, it's preparation, going into the game, watching film like that. But what do you do when you see a guy like Jackson going off in the UMBC game? Yeah. You know, we have not had success shifting to his own so there's a little bit of a helpless feeling mm-hmm. uh, change personnel still scored yeah um, yeah so this is a guy who got nine a game going into it. yeah 31 now juco transfer he's adjusting certainly and some of it is he hits a couple shots and he gets a little confidence and gets going yeah but we were not good at defending the drive off the basketball you know there's only so much you know when you're guarding a guy out here, mm-hmm. we'll pressure the ball, pressure the ball, right? If there's a screen here, this guy's got to help. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And this guy here can't hug his man. Mm-hmm. Over. This guy here, gap. So then there's a little more. Yeah. And, and just, we weren't as sound defensively in our gaps um, as we need to be. And that, that's certainly something we're focusing on. Like I said, I want to take the whole bottle of penicillin today and I get, time gets in the way. Yeah. But um, it's we gotta get better at it. We gotta get better, at it. And, you know. For a while, I thought we were better at it. You know, I think this is something that we talk to our guys about. I'll share with you that like good teams have to get back to the basics every now. And then. Mediocre teams finally get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Great teams never leave. Mm-hmm. So um, you want to start out that way, but invariably, hey, we gotta work. You know, oh, our turnovers are taking our gun next. Next thing you know, it's like you only have so many minutes of practice before. You kill the hamster. I always think everybody's yeah. brain is a hamster on a flywheel. Yeah. You know, in my first year, I'd look around. We're not that far into practice, and we're talking about handoffs, and, you know, execution, joy handoffs, and hondos. You, know, you hear all the terms in the games. It's like, we, you know, eight of our 15 hamsters are dead before we 
get 30 minutes into practice. Mm-hmm. And like, so I think we're, we're in that, but there's only so many things you can do. It's probably not a great analogy, but you guys get what I mean. So yeah. we're mm-hmm. not hamstring. Like we're, yeah. we're stressing defensively. Now, now they'll come out and we'll look like we haven't played offense in a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a, <laughs> we lose. Hey, I feel like our defense is better. I can't be that either. Yeah. 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 So there's a balance, and that's something I fight as a coach. Like, we're going to put our, you know, our gumballs and fill up a jar. We're going to put our energy towards. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. what try, that's what we're trying to, to do, to cross stitch a little bit of each work on our defense and our offense. Because our defense needs to get better. But I think we have 34 points off turnovers in the last two games, and it's 27 turnovers. Now, 17 were in one game, 22 points. But if you really break down, like you're talking about turnovers we forced, or no, like turnovers, turnovers we, gave. we we gave, oh. yeah. like pick sixes is kind of yeah. what we call, you know, mm-hmm. that live ball turnover, we swing it, and they go and score. You can't like there's no defense for that. Yeah, there's no like oh we got to watch film. How are we going to defend it? Like that defensive drill is take care of the basketball. That's right. an offensive yeah. drill. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we had you know. Of those 22 points off turnovers, let's say that's 10 points. Okay. Well, that brings them down to reality. Take away the last three, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they're at 78 points right there. Yeah. You know, now, maybe we, you know, we adjust some things as well, but I mean, the game's closer than it was. Yeah. We, we did not defend down the stretch. We got tired. We, we struggled keeping guys in front. But I anticipate our guys, I think, that they have a lot of pride and they want to be better got to watch it and coach it and talk about it and you just got to you can't get better if you don't obsess about some things yeah, yeah. I think our defense there's some other games I thought was a, like LaSalle we, yeah no and you mentioned LaSalle's, the finished product and I think there's I been think a couple of games numbers. where we look pretty like I think I'd be happy if the finished product looked like what I've seen in a couple of games is there one particular game or that you thought was closer to the finished product than no. you'd like to be <laughs> not, not a single <laughs> one I, I'm I'm bad with memory yeah like I'm just it's just you get kind of locked into like outside of stuff with your family. Like, how do we get this? Make this the best practice of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get to the next one, and then so I, I don't, someone asked me the other day, like, who do we play? We played Robert Morris and TJ um, McConnell. Yeah, TJ's dad and I are pretty good friends from growing up. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Who you play next?" I said, "I got no idea." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it gives you an idea, like when you're spinning and. You're just trying to go through the rat race of, of you just these three days what we're trying to get done yeah. right and it's all right so we have finals and we're off monday we give them a little bit of break and tuesday we got to get some work done all right so we got one two three four things we want to get done <laughs> we get there right all right and we got wednesday all right and we got to start here but we still got to get these and six and seven all right and thursday you got to be smart about well, you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We got to be at our best at six p.m. at the Mohegan Sun. That's what we're building up to. Mm-hmm. But we got to get better. So somewhere in here, if we go here, 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 we're gonna look like we haven't practiced all week, mm-hmm. even though we have. This is the longest stretch between games we've had. Uh, up until yeah, pr- yes, probably. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think we have. Yeah, we've been pretty much on Wednesday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday, Sunday with with Thanksgiving. So. And I'm fine with that, but we just got to manage our time a little bit. I learned that a lot from Coach Donahue early on. Young coaches, you just kind of want to go to the wall and crush them. Mm-hmm. 
eventually there's a law of diminishing returns. So yeah. we got to be really careful on some of these days, you know, and then hit it and go and go. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. That's like that's how I'm wired at this time of year, you know. And somewhere in here is, you know, the other part of the day is a, a pretty big thing to keep things going. We're focused on the class of 2020 and mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. yeah, you know. But then you want to look back and research. You know, what are the recruiting windows of guys that have been successful? What was it like? Yeah. Like, how did Franz end up here? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go all the way. I'm like, I don't. I don't get so caught up in our guys. It's like, when was Drexel at its best and how did it get that way? Like, how did Darte, how did Darte get here? What was the reason? You know, probably because Brew was UMass and connection, right? So, Mm. this is, this is what we spend a lot of our time with this and then, you know, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Sometimes it's tough, you know, I'm still trying to be a dad with a six, eight and nine year old. Yeah. An eight-year-old had his birthday at the DAC the other day. There you go. <laughs> Dribbled the ball out to the ref, and his DAC pack was chanting his name. <laughs> that's cool. That's, that's cool. cool. Need a little more. Yeah. So that's – I don't know how that helps or hurts you, but, I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're dealing yeah. with. You know? um, when you mentioned the recruiting, this is the first time you've kind of wrapped up the recruiting really early. I know this is early yeah. on, but um, like yeah. what impact is that having? I know uh, – I think it just allows you to have a little more clear focus. Like, I see 2020, but like, you know, it's just, I want to, at some point, there's two different cycles. There's a fall, early commitment, and then there's a spring. And sometimes the guys that you get in the spring, do you get them because you're all over them throughout the year? Maybe, maybe not. And if that's the case, like, you know, we're going to recruit like crazy, but I want to coach, I want to, the most important recruits. In Drexel basketball, do you know where they are right now? They're, they're in the waiver. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the locker room. They're around our team. Yeah, that's our group. They are a team. So, you know, we want to get guys in the right mindset. That this is what we gotta do. We gotta work at it. So, um, that's where our day is spent right now. Not that you were asking to go through the day, but like, is it the longest stretch? It is. We got. We, we need to manage it. Yeah. You know. Can you can you talk about those guys at all? Or yeah, yeah, we're we're legally allowed to talk. Okay. About them. I mean, I've. Seen a little tape, but your opinion on Yeah, I think I think TJ. Um, first off, I, I think there are kind of guys, not because of size or or personality, maybe a little bit. There are kind of guys because they're well coached. Mm-hmm. They come from um, John John Michael Nickerson at, at, at um, Sandy Creek is a terrific coach. Neil Hopkins at Myerska. I mean, those guys really coach their players so that they're, they're well-schooled, they're well-drilled, they're defensively sound. And he's from a coaching family. Yeah. They're, they're coming in with, I don't want to say a head start, but they're coming in with a little more understanding. Mm-hmm. Relationship, we got to know them throughout the summer, um, connect with them. But, uh, no, I think they, they both have a head start in further along than maybe a typical Freshmen. It doesn't mean they're going to come in like the world on fire, but there are kind of guys because they've been well coached, and we have a really, really good connection with them. Yeah. So, but like anything, you never know with recruiting. Um, a lot of times, you got to get a little bit lucky. Certainly, Penn is experiencing that right now. Some of their freshmen that are doing crazy things, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like them both. I like them both. I think they're interchangeable in terms of positions and where they can play. Uh, Interchangeable with each other or just with I the team you, you have? I don't think they play the same position. Yeah. So, but I do think that they, you know, 
I think they're matchup based. I think mm. I think we cover a lot of positions, really one through five with those two. Yeah, and go out there and defend. And I think the secret to a good defense um, is length, length and being athletic. Certainly. One thing I saw on that point is uh, Zach Walton. He was in. Unfortunately, he got his hurt yeah. here. But when he was doing that half court trap, he brought a lot of length. He got one at Rutgers. Right? I remember that. Yeah, and it was kind of like you know, there was a couple when near near length, misses. I think you got unintentional length. You're, you're just doing your deal out there. I mean, Coltrane's got that. Yeah, he does. Um, he's you know, and Harp is really active in that trap, going back and forth, just kind of skies and make you throw a ball. Mm-hmm. That, that can be effective for us. Um, but yeah, length is important. You know, and we want as much length as we can on the floor at all times. You know, which makes it challenging. For some guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> just where it is. Yeah, I think one of the things we've talked about with the recruiting is it seems like for length, especially at the five position, it's Tim Perry like this year and next year based on the recruiting class. Is that something you're comfortable with going into the well, rest of this year and next year? Tadas hasn't had as many opportunities because Tim Perry and, and JB are playing so well. Mm-hmm. But I think that. You know, that's not a priority right now with this class because we have JB, you have Thomas, and you have Timmy. Like that's yeah. Yeah. That's a that's that's a lot. That's what you gotta have at that position, you know. Point guards you wanna be probably three deep. Mm-hmm. And fives, if you don't have an interchangeable guy that can swing four to five, you wanna have some size. Yeah. And listen, it's a long season this could be Come around here and you can't live without Tadas being on the floor. The way he makes shots and stretches the defense, you know. So guys got to be ready. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I think we're handling those things. The guys are handling those things well. Mm-hmm. One, one Who else? I, one thing I noticed with the with the recruits too is that a lot of them handle the ball a lot. I don't know if that's a priority that you specifically go out and look for, but like it seems like almost every guy we have, like Coltrane was running the point. Yeah, uh, Matei's at times running the point. Uh, like even bigger staff can handle it. I think we like guys that have a skill set. You know, now skills being skilled with the basketball. There's another skill set we need, and that's from a nastiness standpoint. Like, are you just a lockdown defender? You can be both. Mm-hmm. We want to find those guys, but um, you want to find that length and athleticism. You can develop. Maybe it's a shot or whatever. But yeah, being good with the ball. If you're a good passer, it usually means you have good vision. If you have good vision, it usually means you sit on the tape line and see what's going defensively and get out to that. Whether you're willing to do it as much, you know, shooters can't defend or whatever, you know, defenders can't shoot. I don't really buy into that. I buy into good basketball players, good basketball got to find it, recruit it, and coach it. <laughs> Are we going to get, I don't know, whatever stars you want to have? Like, we got to take guys that want to be attractive. We got to take guys that come in this building are excited with the staff that we have. They're excited with the deck pack walk. I'm like, hey, man, this is our history. This is who we are. I take every group back. It's important. Maybe I said that last time. But like, yeah. Some of the same things. We come in every day. Like, we're excited about what we're doing. We're greedy. We want to have a better record. We want to play with some desperation on the defensive end. Get stops when we need to. And we got to get to that point in practice when we're tired and let's see us locked down. Or do we give in? Yeah. I feel like I've seen Cam at times. Cam Winter. At, we haven't talked about him yet. I, I think he's been one of the Really great surprises for us. Yeah. We were really excited. And I don't know if he's averaging 31, 32 minutes a game, second to Trevor John. Um, just He's been really, really good um, passing the ball. I think yeah. he's gotten a lot of time with Kirk out. 
Um, yeah. I think he's the best true point guard we probably have in our program um, in terms of facilitating. It doesn't need to score to really impact the game. Mm-hmm. And I think they can play together. And that's, you know, I think Kirk would like that, really. But, uh, yeah, Cam, Cam has been, you know, I think what we're seeing is we're 10 games in, but we're really 15 games in because we had those games in Australia. Mm-hmm. And, he had, you know, summer going into Australia, he's playing against our alums. And he's checking up Scotty Rogers and Sammy Gibbons. Like, that makes you better. Yeah. You know, Chaz Crawford and Battle out there. Timmy got better. So, does, did we look better at the time? How we can, you know, play with our alums for a few minutes and we win or whatever. But there's there's some things that Cam is doing naturally he does. There's also some things I think he's improved a great deal in. And he comes with a spirit to, to want to learn and get better. And I think that those things, I don't know if I can quantify those in a win-loss for you. I just mm. want that. Mm. Yeah. You know, I want a guy that's when he's tired, he's still talking and engaged. Uh, I want a guy that is thinking the game through, even even when stuff isn't going right. Uh, that projects strength, no matter the scenario. You know, and that's that's something we're really working on with a lot of our guys. You know, but you, you got to be able to not be affected by things and just keep playing. Yeah. And and I think Cam has done a good job with that. Um, we've talked to him a lot about hey. Now, when you cross that line, you know, your point guard, freshman, get lost going to class. I really don't care. Just get there on time. You'll run. <laughs> right? But, you know, those things, you can be a first-year college student. It's not his first year playing basketball, all right? And he had a prep year, so he had a transition from high school. And he was well-coached there uh, at DME. And I think we're, we're seeing the benefits of that. So, um He's been solid. We've, we've thrown some, some tests and some things at him. He's handled them well. We'll continue to evolve, you know, our, our style as he's able to do some things. But, yeah, he's been, I don't want to say a pleasant surprise. I think we felt pretty good about what a lot of our guys were before any of you guys saw. But he's doing what we think he's capable of doing, and I think he can even do a little bit. Um, In his current role or by the time he's done? Well, both, probably. Yeah. Both. I mean, you know. It, it, over time, we'll see where we compare them to, but I don't think it does us any good to you know to do that. We got to focus on things we can do better right now. Right. Um, but, you know, we talk about you want to have a guy with a mindset that it's it's probably cliche pop culture. Oh, I'm a lifelong learner. Right? You use that in interviews, whatever. Right. Well, we're trying to get that co-op position. <laughs> yeah. We talk about having a white belt in karate. Right. The white belt guy doesn't know anything. Just learning, just starting, doesn't even know how to, whatever. Like, if you have that mindset forever, you are a lifelong learner, but you, you, you're a little bit of a sponge, you absorb things. Like he's, he's shown that he wants to do that, and that's exciting as a staff. It makes you a better coach because you know he wants more and more and more. Hey, you see these things, I see these things, film study, turnovers, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I think he seems to be like I think we had him on Jackson the start, and that was probably one of his worst defensive games last game. I think overall he's been one of our better defenders. Yeah, I thought he dominated um, the game at LaSalle defensively without yeah. happy. I mean, he did score, mm-hmm. but had he not scored, I think he would have impacted the game in a major way. Yeah, yeah. He, he really took out. They couldn't drive. They couldn't drive. I've never took I haven't seen that in like three years. Cookie yeah. Powell from yeah. the game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, we'll learn. We will learn. He will learn from, from, from this game.
was that by design at LaSalle? Was it we want to take Pookie Pow? Obviously, they're rebuilding their first no, I, year. I coach. think every every game we go into is probably two or three things we want to accomplish. Yeah, it's not his ability to deny him the ball back. Some of that we talked about, then it was like, oh, he's we can do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think in other times we can't. We haven't shown the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful what we add. But I think he's capable of. You know, he's got a pretty big reservoir of energy on the defensive end to tap into. Yeah. And that's what attracted us to him in the recruiting process. Like playing a game, AAU game, is going to nine. He scores a bucket and he's right there under the rim picking out the point guard. Is real. <laughs> <laughs> Has his vision evolved even since you saw him when you first recruited? Because some of the passes he's making, yeah, I, think, I wouldn't expect a freshman to make. Yeah, I think point guards are point guards. Yeah. Um, Pass first point guards are pass first point guards. They're yeah. going to make this play. So uh, he but he um, he throws a lot of strikes. And what I mean by that is he, he hits guys on target. Mm-hmm. If it's Timmy Perry on the run, loops it in there and catches it and scores. If it's an extra to Trevor John, I hear fires a bullet. Yeah, yeah, definitely like, sent on that. Those are strikes. He doesn't throw a lot of wild pitches. You know, one of the comments watching the evaluation process, man, it's like a perfect game. Like, you just went nine innings. <laughs> no turnovers and everything was on target. Yeah. Now, it doesn't stick out to you unless you're really locked in on because the guy misses the shot in AAU with a high school guy and can't mm-hmm. shoot. So it's like, it's not his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Billy Cohen evaluated Pasucha, whatever, right? Number four. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're talking about it. <laughs> I don't know how it's pronounced. I'm Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I think we yeah, can all Italian. pronounce it on. It's the guy Italian, who, yeah. The guy who travels. Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that was a bad call. He didn't actually travel. He did not travel. Um, or, yeah. He had similar situations when he was at San Diego. Mm-hmm. Guys just weren't making shots. Oh, he's passing them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have a goal for CAA plan where we want to finish. Talk about that at all or? I've talked. We've, we've, I have not thrown like a number out or hey, let's finish here because I think that sometimes caps like, you know, what if we get there and we got four games left? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. Sometimes certain goals I don't like. Yeah. I like just maximizing our group, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I don't know what that number looks like. What should it be? I would. I would never throw a number out because I think it limits you. Yeah. So. Again, we don't have a CAA game this week, so I'm not really thinking about the CAA. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. Next game. Next game. Next game. No, I, I, that may frustrate you, but I'm like, no. I mean, I think can, that's the right I, mindset. As a young coach, as a younger coach, I, I, you look at scores every night and you think, oh, my gosh, Delaware did this, or JMU did this, Northeastern did that. Like, it's no, like we don't play them for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm playing complete different competition. I too. hope they win all their games so our league RPI is good. So right. whoever wins our league, us or anybody, has a shot to win a game. Yeah. Put yeah. us in 11 seed instead of 13. Yeah. Right. But when we get to this January, yeah, it's, it's on. But, um, cool. So, no, I don't have a number that we need to get to. I want to I want to empty the tank. Yeah. Let's be greedy. <laughs> I think even as fans, we didn't put a number on – Really, the CIA. I don't I think want to it go was, to the playing game. Let's yeah, that. That, that was what our goal, like, logical next step is getting out of that first round. Right. Or not have, playing in the first round right. in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, so, if, you, if yeah. you care about our, that's, that's how we're measuring year three. That's how I stay up at night. Yeah. <laughs> I just, this is great. I think it's, it's a, 
it's a community effort yeah. to, to get Drexel to where we all want it to be and maybe to where it's been. Yeah. And we got to get it back there. Definitely. And, uh, it's not it, – it, a coach can't do it by himself. The staff can't do it. It's got to be the student body. It's got to be the alums. Everybody's involved in, in making it a better experience. I think our DAC pack has been awesome this year. It yeah. has. And we gotta we got to keep coaching them up and get them there. I think our shell drill yeah. has bring some energy – our guys get excited about it. We we got to make that something like, yeah. This is who it's we the are. The most momentum I've seen in quite yeah. some time. So yeah, yeah. I think I think some everybody. folks that have been getting involved with Marshall. I think Rob, Dan, you guys met with Joe. I think the yeah. fact that you engaged him, I think more as, uh, as I mean, an organization. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's that makes yeah. a big it's difference huge. because it's huge. No, absolutely. Oh yeah, thank Connection. you so much. Engagement, right? Yeah. yeah.